Welcome to the Business Playdate, a podcast hosted by Lindsay White and Betsy Moorhead, two internet strangers turned business besties. We're two marketing professionals living across the country, raising our kiddos while running our own individual businesses. We built these businesses based on our experiences working in corporate management roles with the end goal to be able to show up for our families first. And we did it. We're so happy you're here with us. Now let's get into this week's episode. Hello, Betsy. Hi, Lindsay. How are you? Good. I am very nervous and excited for our call today. <gasps> Me too. Um, not only is this our last episode of the year, but kind of a vulnerable one. Vulnerable one. Yes, we're um, we're being a little just raw and real and real time planning and. What's funny is I have absolutely no issues with being raw and real when it comes to like my struggles or like things I'm trying to overcome or like the absolute insanity that is my home at all times. Yes. I have no problems with that. But today we're getting raw and real around business and yeah. setting goals, which I don't know, it's a little nerve wracking. It is. I think that maybe after our conversation with Jen last week, we both are feeling a little... Just like more zen. Yeah. Some type of way. If that's right, like some type of way, like we're just like fired up. And so we knew we wanted to do this and we knew we wanted to plan like this openly on the podcast. And just if you're listening, like we have no like set structure here. This could go great. This could go terrible, uh, terrible, but either way, we're going to put it out there. We're going to put it out there. And you know what? If this episode is terrible, just go ahead and and skip. Go to the next episode. Don't use this episode as a benchmark for the business play date going forward, okay? We don't know what's going to happen. We're just bringing this to you because maybe it'll help one person. And if it does, then absolutely fantastic. And if it helps no one, it's still an accountability for us. There you go. Yeah. So essentially, we are going to be workshopping, like brainstorming, talking about our goals for 2024 for the podcast. And we have some ideas and we have some things that we want to do to talk about. And how we're going to do this is we wouldn't be marketers if we didn't like do some sort of like uh, like evaluation, if Mm -hmm. you will. So I think we're going to like talk about the things we have on our list, the, these kind of wider goals. And then we're going to maybe try to back them into a smart goal. Something to make them a little bit more attainable for us. Yes. We love an acronym as marketers. So smart is stands for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, time bound. So we're going to start big and then we're going to hone them in. Yep. We're going to roadmap this shit out. All right. Well, here we go. Here we go. You go first. All right. Well, so I think our first goal for the business play date rolling into 2024 is to start bringing in or even attributing some revenue towards the podcast, right? We want to be able to bring on a podcast manager or an assistant, someone who can consistently help us with show notes, creating new episode graphics. I would love to get a Pinterest plan out there and some visibility plans out there, which I think goes into a couple of other goals that we have. But it's kind of like this big picture of in order for us to do that, we really need to be able to attribute revenue to this. And because not forget, like we both are also working our businesses on the same side. So we want to be consistent with the podcast, but sometimes like life just gets in the way and 
we've been very like consistent and good about obviously putting out an episode every week and posting on, you know, mm-hmm. Instagram to promote it and posting on our own individual stories and Instagram to get on it. But if we could have some way of, like Lindsay said, like having like a, a podcast manager eventually come in, but we we need a source of revenue to be able to pay someone to do that. So right. that's the bigger goal here. Yeah. yeah revenue so source. in order to hit that, we need a revenue source. Yes, we do. Okay. Um, do we want to like go ahead and create some kind of smart goal around that yeah. or talk through the bigger, broader ones and then, and then go into it. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> what do you mean the bigger, broader ones? Well, like the little list that we have here. The, the list of all of the other, like, do we want, oh, do we want to go through the, all of them and then go to and smart, then smart goal them. them out? Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Real and raw guys. Uh, so let's, let's do that. Let's, let's go down the list of like what okay. these high level levels are and then workshop them out. Cause we got like four different kind of broader goals here. Yeah. Uh, right. Okay. We're back. We're back. <laughs> Sorry guys. Um, the next one, and maybe these all kind of fit within this, this, creating a revenue source as our, you know, as a, like right. a big smart goal. But some of the ideas, like we want to build out a content plan, mostly around like reels and different valuable content that we can bring that will be engaging for listeners and bring in new listeners. So we've kind of done our research. We've, we are podcast listeners ourselves, and we have some ideas about how we want to be able to utilize sound bites and different pieces of content from the episodes in a broader spectrum and not just on Instagram. So like Lindsay said, you know, like a Pinterest plan or maybe even some kind of like email Mm -hmm. blog situation that we can do. So some way of like building out a content plan that expands the reach of the little tidbits that we want to put out. And that aren't just like go to the link in our bio and listen to the episode, you know, that are really like, actually valuable, valuable, valuable pieces of content. So I think, again, that probably goes back to creating a revenue source so we can bring in someone to help us with that. Yes, definitely. And I think too, part of our workshopping right now should be identifying some channels that we want to build out and putting some timelines on that. Um, Okay. Awesome. The next broader goal that we have is, and this one's pretty this one's pretty smarted out already. It's pretty lofty though. Uh, I, see, you think it's so lofty and I don't – Betsy and I were texting last night and I had a glass of wine. So, you know, maybe it was the wine talking, but I still feel this way. I feel like – so this is the goal. We want to have 100 reviews by the end of the year. Yeah. And Betsy thinks it's unattainable. I, I mean, I wrote the number down. I don't know why I feel like it's so unattainable. I guess in my mind it's like – we have like eight or so right now and, but we had eight and we've, the podcast started in September, you know? So like, I'm such a numbers person that I'm like, we only have eight right now. And I think too, so we started the podcast in September and we really, we were just kind of like, okay, let's just see what happens. Let's see if we even enjoy it. Let's see if this is something we want to keep doing, you know, Mm -hmm. instead of talking about it, let's just be about it. And we did that. And I What do you always say? You can't be what you don't see. You can't be what you don't see. So- we're out here trying to be, and I think that, I think that like 2024 is where we're going to really put pen to paper here and, and yeah. put some more, I don't know, onus or effort into it. I think that 
we've had a chaotic fall. I mean, every fall is going to be chaotic. Every yeah. every season's going to be chaotic, but I think that we're going to put some more oomph into it. Like we're going to create some revenue sources. We're going to create some different channels for visibility. Like we're going to build this thing up and I just feel like 100 is totally doable. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. 100. I wrote it down. 100, 100 views by the end of the year. So by December 2024. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um and then the last one. Yeah, also 100. I guess I was just feeling like 100% yesterday, but um 100 downloads per episode is is a goal if not more. So we're averaging about 50 to 60 right which now. Which I feel really good about. Which I do feel really good about considering the minimal oomph that we've had to put into marketing and everything thus far. I feel really good about it. I think we've got like some really solid listeners, obviously. Hi. And I think a hundred downloads per episode would be great. Yeah. And I think too, I mean, again, back to 2024, like we're going to put some oomph into this. We've had a process, but I would say like our strategy hasn't been super strong or strategic. It was more like, let's get this out here and let's show up consistently. And that's been the main goal is to show up consistently. And we've totally knocked that out of the park. Yeah, absolutely. We have not missed a week. In fact, we've put out a couple of episodes early on accident. (laughs) Yeah. Like we we are so eager. (laughs) Um, So I think that I just think it can only get better with time, especially yeah. the more emphasis that we put on this and the more strategy and strategic we get with putting it together. Yeah, I agree. Um, another one that's not really a goal, but just something that I want to say out loud so that we hold ourselves accountable. We've talked about this, but I want to do like an end of year retreat with me mm-hmm. and you next year. Yes. That like where we do this, what we're doing right now, but in person. So yes. maybe this podcast that we do for next year We'll be in person together. That would be so fun. We've never met in person. No. It's How crazy. wild is that? That is crazy. I, I We've talked about this. I probably talk to you more than I talk to my husband. Oh, yeah. I Easily. Easily. I mean, <gasps> my husband is constantly working. I mean, uh-huh. they're, they're, they're working. And me and you are right here in the We're screens. right here. We're right yeah. here. Um, okay. Well, there's four there. Do you have anything else? No. Let's, let's just – four is good. Okay. Yeah, so, there's a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> a lot. A lot of tackle here. Okay, so do we want to start with low-hanging fruit or do we want to – Yeah, let's start with those – maybe those last two. Yeah, okay. So 100 downloads per episode. Let's start there. Okay. Um, And I am actually writing all of this into – fun little plug here – for the Hustle Sanely uh, – what is this planner? Oh yeah. Hustle Stanley planner. And she has like these really cool little goal mapping things. So I'm going to write it in here as we go. It pretty much smarts it out for you, but. Oh wait, that's cool. I wonder if mine has that. Yeah. Like this would be a cute, a cute, easy way. Cause like, I know if I wrote it on this piece of paper that I pulled out for this, I would just end up rewriting it into here. So it's like, that's what I'm doing. I'm just writing it on a scratch piece of paper from a a Chelsea Joe workshop that I took. There we go. (laughs) I don't have that in this planner that I see. The this one plug here. This is the Horatio planning one. Mm, I love that one. I used that. A yes, couple years ago. I know. I think you told me about it. And then obviously, CJ over there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't have something like that in here. So I'm just gonna write it on my paper. There we go. All right, I got mine down. 100 okay. downloads per episode. So uh, let's, let's see. Let's pull up our cheat sheet on smart goals. Smart goals. Uh, I remember from my corporate days, like sitting in like. 
personal development um, like seminars or sessions like this. And there was actual worksheets for how to smart out a goal. And I wish that I had something like that, but we aren't that prepared, people. We can use a mix of this smart goals. I have like how to write smart goals up. Um, It's from Atlassan, which I think is actually who owns Trello now. And then this hustle Stanley thing. So I have some questions to guide us. All right, go Um, for it. So why don't we start with like, why does this matter? How's it going to make an impact? I mean, I think that 100 downloads per episode means that we are reaching obviously more regular listeners. So Mm -hmm. the impact that we're trying to make with this podcast is to help more women and moms see that there is more out there than just corporate life. There is Mm -hmm. more out there than, you know, living this nine to five, like grind. There's more out there than having this like hustle culture type of Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. And I think that we want to show people what a highly professional, high revenue generating business can look like, but doing it on your own time and be able to show up for your family better and in a way that works for you. Yeah. And we were talking about this last night when we were texting, but you know, I think when we're on, when you're on the inside in a corporate setting, it almost seems kind of like silly to think about having your own business or like, uh, not unattainable, but just like, oh, I could never, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I, I think part of that is like, we want to show women and moms specifically that this is possible and that it's not a pipe dream. And it's not like, it's not like, I remember me feeling like everyone's going to think I'm crazy for starting right. my oh own my business. Gosh. Like, who do I think I am? Like, I'm leaving corporate where my boss had like 20 plus years of like corporate marketing experience. And like, I, you know, like, who am I? Who do I right. think? But like, look at us. Look at us. We're doing it. We're Three, doing it. Three, five years worth of yeah. like really strong revenue generating like yes. businesses. I so. highly I think one of the things that I pride myself on so much and that I want to show other business mm-hmm. or other moms and women who are in a situation that we were in, a, you know, 3 5 years ago is that you can create something that's highly regarded, you know? Like my agency is highly regarded in the industry. A lot of people come to me because they've heard of me or they know I'm really good at what I do and I put together work that's like excels past their expectations of what, you know, they could get from a fortune 500 company, you know, like, I just feel like it's so scary to put all of that onus on you and be like, how am I going to create something that's professional enough to the standard that I'm used to working in my nine to five without the team? And just, it's just little old me, but you can, and you can create something that is, you know, highly regarded, highly professional, puts together great work. And, and that's that, why I we think that's why we do the podcast. As we're just about to say that that's exactly why we're doing the podcast so that we can bring this conversation that we have all the time with each other yes. to people who were in that situation and in that um in in where we have been. I saw right. this, and um, I think to bring sorry, but I ahead. think bringing our guests on is continuing to show that, you know, like bringing on Jen. Like that was oh, that showed a whole different kind of business, but it's still the same it's the same model. It's you know getting out of that corporate mindset and starting a private practice. Like that's something that will work for you. However you want to make that happen. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and Jackie, she's the same thing. Like she went through the same process and now she has an amazing CPA firm that's yes. serving other online businesses. And there's so many different ways that that can look. It doesn't have to look just like how Betsy and I's 
our marketing services businesses. Because like, our obviously. businesses are totally different. Than yeah, from each they other are too. Definitely. Um, so the reason why we want to have like a specific a hundred downloads per episode is again, it, it adds credibility. It makes, it makes us get in front of the right people. I saw this stat today. Um, Sarah with podcasting for educators actually mm-hmm. shared it in her Instagram and it says, um, it was from like a newsletter and it said that, um, 500 media buyers across five countries, uh, report that marketers rank podcasts as the top performer for accurate targeting and unduplicated reach. Only 16% express concerns about excessive advertising on podcasts. Wow. So podcasts are a massive, I mean, like this is one surefire way to make sure we're reaching our target audience because you're not going to listen to something if it doesn't, like you're not going to spend your time listening right. to something. So if we could see that number of our downloads go up, we know that we're reaching the right people. Yeah. I mean, it's the, it's the greatest KPI for us to look at to see if we are on target growing the podcast and, and that our content's hitting with our listeners. Yeah. So measurable. So we have a specific, right? We yep. have a hundred by the end of the year, blah, blah. So measurable. So the ways that we're measuring that is obviously like we use Zencaster for our recording and there's a lot of analytics in there. Um, but as far as like, it's just checking in on it monthly. Is that? Yeah. I think we need to implement a KPI dashboard. Oh, okay. Okay. So maybe we, I mean, maybe that's the first action step we take is create our KPI dashboard. Yeah. Okay. I love that. I just wrote that down. And you know what? While we're at it, let's assign this out. I'll take that. I'll take that on. I'll create a KPI dashboard. Go girl. So we'll start that effective January 1. Okay. And on the first of every month, we'll track those KPIs. Love it. Love it. We can also add in there. I know this is jumping to the next one, but you can also add like a little spot for the reviews, the review count. Yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. So I think that the way that we're smarting this goal out is just going to kind of duplicate over to the Yes. I agree. I agree. We'll walk through it with y'all so that you can see that process. Um, And then I think maybe quarterly we check in on the KPI dashboard and see if there's anything we need to add or remove. Love it. Do you think you'll just do that in like Google Sheets? Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, and I'll throw it in our drive folder. Okay. Um, attainable. I think this is pretty attainable. I think, yeah. I think Achievable, attainable. attainable. I mean, it doesn't seem unrealistic. No, it's it's relevant. Mm-hmm. We can reasonably accomplish that. Mm-hmm. Check. It's time bound. It is time bound. It's relevant. It's time bound. Yep. By the end of the year. So yep. do well, okay. So are we saying that come December 2024, by December we want to reach a hundred epi- downloads per episode? So like if like October, November we're we're like covering on like 80, 90. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I think that if we reach it earlier, amazing. Yeah. Okay, cool. Look at us. All right. I think you're right. I think those just go over to the reviews thing. But I think that for the reviews, there's a certain like – there's another measurable or like specific um, thing we can implement to Mm -hmm. help increase reviews. Obviously, like 
at the end of each episode, you know, we're encouraging people to go and review, but I think we could probably add something like that into our content plan or do some sort of, um, like giveaway or like, you know, encourage people to like screenshot their, their reviews and send them to us. And like the whole coffee thing. I think that's so genius where people do like a little Starbucks gift card. Yeah, I do too. Um, So I think we just kind of maybe add some strategies behind it. Strategies behind it. Yeah. How we're going to reach that. But the goal there is a hundred reviews by the end of 2024. So that's attainable, relevant, Mm -hmm. time bound. We can measure that like we were with the KPI dashboard, checking quarterly, Mm -hmm. and then kind of like redo our strategy if things aren't working. Okay, perfect. I am with you. I want to see how many we have right now. Well, and Spotify... I don't use Spotify. I don't know how to use it. Doesn't have like specific... Um, I know when you told me you don't use Spotify, I was like, oh, <laughs> I don't even like know how to, I don't even have the app. I don't know how to open it. I don't know how to work it. Like that is like a whole world to me that is absolutely non-existent. Oh, how funny. Um, it's funny because, used- so Betsy makes all of our graphics for sh- like the, when a new podcast episode comes out and she always shares one that's an Apple podcast slide and then one that's a Spotify slide with a link. It does it for you. I don't oh, do does that. it? Mm-hmm. That's oh, that's really nice. Mm-hmm. Well, so didn't even know that. And uh, so every time you do it, I'm like, because I have to re-copy the link and add in my own link over top the share because oh, the links don't work yeah, when you share a story through. or whatever. Mm-hmm. <coughs> oh, bless oh, you. Me. Um, so uh, I always am like, I'm going to skip this because I don't even know how to get a link. I would say, though, looking at our analytics, most of our listeners are on Apple. Yeah, that's good. And so um, we do, though. Hi, we do have some Spotify listeners. Actually, I had a friend yesterday who was interested um, in listening to Jackie's episode. And, mm-hmm. she, and her, she and her husband are um, – they were like part owners in a business, but now they've bought it out completely. And so she was like, we need to talk to a CPA. And I was like, oh, you should talk to Jackie. We just interviewed her. She was like, send me the link. I can't find it on Spotify. And I was like, here you go. <laughs> um, so looking at our reviews, we currently have 12 five-star reviews <gasps> and a couple of a couple of written reviews. So in my mind, I'm like a written review is exponentially better mm-hmm. than just a five-star review. That said, I'd be very content with 100 five-star reviews. That's on uh, Apple. I did not know that we had 12 star, five stars. That's amazing. Five stars, yes. But if you're listening to this, our last written review was in October. And I would love it if you would go give us a review. Just write something out. Tell me I'm funny. I don't care. I would love to see some more written reviews in here. I know. It really does help. And, you know, as a podcast listener myself, I'm, I've am i now tried to be better about rating and reviewing podcasts that I listen to because it really does help. And, like, how – my understanding of how it all helps is um, higher rated, higher reviewed podcasts get pushed out more in, like, the podcast world uh, algorithm. So, like, our podcast may show up in – searches like market someone searching for like a marketing podcast or like a female business owner podcast or something like that. So the more reviews that we have, the better. And we're at 12. Okay. I thought we only had eight. So a hundred is is attainable. So I think write this goal down. So we got it also feels like a little cringy being like 
rate and review, but that's just the world. This is it. This is what like, we, we, we encourage people to follow us on Instagram. We encourage people to go to our website. We give everybody a call to action and every other line of marketing that we have. So this is just yep. part of it. Uh, so I think creating that KPI dashboard is the way we're going to track this. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to be created on the first. And then we kind of need to maybe each quarter we implement a strategy or a tactic for boosting yes. those reviews. So I agree. like try something different each quarter. Mm-hmm. Okay. So maybe at the beginning of the year, we can make a quarterly plan or like after this call or whatever. We don't need to get into the quarterly plan here, but no. Um, I'm going to write, create a quarterly plan, create quarterly strategy. Some sort of tactical thing like the, yeah. the coffee or, you know, yeah. the um, giveaway or something like that. Perfect. Um, no, let's, let's put a date to that. Let's say the end of January, we'll create, we'll figure out what our plan is for that first quarter of the year. Okay. Love it. I love a quarterly strategy. I do that with all my clients. Like we look at each quarter or, or like, you know, every month or two together mm-hmm. so that you're kind of like projecting and looking into the future. So you're not, you're being, what, what yeah. is it that you always say? You're being, um, proactive versus reactive. Love a good proactive strategy. Love it too. Okay. Well, we're just knocking this out. This is, I hope you're still listening because I think this is going really well. I was just thinking to myself inside of my brain, uh, we're really letting people see how the sausage is made over here. Uh, We really are. I don't know if it's good or bad, but we'll find out. Let us know. I think this is very relatable. I know. Let us know in the reviews if this was relatable. Yeah. Um, Okay. Which one next? Content plan or revenue source? I think we need to start with revenue source. Okay. So this one's going to get a little tricky. And I think what the way we need to approach it is we don't need to identify a revenue source right now, mm-hmm. but I think we need to ha- put some time frames on ourselves. Okay. So I think if we're, you know, creating a revenue source for the podcast, the why does this matter is because mm-hmm. we want to impact more people. And in order to do that, we need to bring like we want more of this content that we're creating to be digestible in formats that are for our audience. Mm-hmm. And so that's not always podcast format. Maybe that's in an infographic or mm-hmm. an email series or an ebook. Like if we can bring on an assistant and a podcast manager, like someone who can do content repurposing, like stuff that we don't have time for, mm-hmm. we can create more content in a valuable format. Yeah, I agree. For our listeners and our audience. I agree. Um, but in order to do that, we need a podcast dollars. manager. <laughs> well, we need a podcast I manager. We I need, know. We need to dollars them. to pay said podcast manager. Yes. So all of you listeners out there, if you're a podcast manager, don't pitch us yet because we don't have any money. But yes, we don't have any money at some point, yet. we will have it. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. In fact, we will have it in 2024. We will. Um. Okay, so... So I mean I think like the first, okay I was gonna say we go let's go backwards let's go like let's put some time frames on this that's first. what I'm thinking too okay so maybe like let's write our first action step should be just like brain dumping mm-hmm. ideas like a revenue brain dump oh we can do that in um, MindMeister yeah and so there's a good brain dumping mind mapping software there. Revenue source, brain dump. Okay. 
So that's our first action item. Let's try to accomplish that by end of January. Is that what you were thinking? I know that's when we were going to have some other things thought through or mid-January. I think we could do that by the end of January. Mid-January. What do you, I mean, are you thinking like a shorter time frame? No, 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 no. I'm definitely not thinking shorter. My, my kids are out of school for like three weeks. I know. Okay. So yeah, because I don't think that this is something that like we're going to have some sort of revenue source right out the gate in 2020. No. You know, like maybe it's no. like come Q3 is when we can maybe launch get something, something, launch something out, which is what we did with the podcast. We started yeah. talking about the podcast in January last year. I mean, before then, but like really talking about it. Yeah. I do think that there's some low hanging fruit we could implement, you know, as soon as the first quarter of next year, like creating smaller ticket offers for each of us separately that we just promo on yeah. the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we can, you know, do a promo code to attribute to the podcast so that we can see the dollars. I don't know. There's, I think that there's a couple of low hanging fruit and then, but I think bigger pictures, I would love to get something out there that's like really packs a punch for the business plating. Yeah. Like some sort of, um, ebook, like you said, or like a, some sort of like workbook. I think we talked about that, you know, mm-hmm. something that like or workshops. I workshops. Love a good workshop. I love a good workshop too. Um, it would be so fun. Okay. So maybe, maybe our like end goal timeline for that is to launch something in the third quarter. Yeah. That sounds good. And then so, we can like brain dump when we're brain dumping everything else. We can like talk about the, the mini timelines yeah. leading up to that. So launch by Q3, end of Q3 would be fine, yeah. but sometime in Q3. Mm-hmm. Um, um, <clears throat> I do think this is an attainable goal. I think that, you know, all of these other, like the, the like I keep going back to like how you were like, we're giving our, giving it more oomph this year, you know, like yeah. I think it's attainable because we're passionate about it and we want to work towards this. Goal. Yeah. And, and it's I a necessity for moving forward. It is a necessity for moving forward. I mean, I I love having a business. I love working and I love watching my efforts come to fruition. But at the end of the day, like we have to be doing this because we're a business. Like mm-hmm. we have to money has to be coming in. Yeah. I always feel this weird twinge of guilt when I'm like Especially on the agency side, I don't because it's very service oriented. But I feel like when I'm helping others, like Mm -hmm. this is truly like a passion for us is to help our listeners grow their businesses. And I I always feel that guilt of I should be helping people for free. Yeah. Why do I feel like I have to charge a dollar amount to help someone? I get that. But also in order for us to impact more people and be able to bring this to more people – which is the goal here the end you know at the end of the day we want to help show other people who haven't been shown this mm-hmm. we have to be able to bring in money so that we can have a podcast manager to continue the trajectory of this mm-hmm. and to like i think i always get stuck on the like there's so many coaches there's so many businesses out there doing similar things that are trying to help women grow their businesses but i think that what makes this a little different is like the value that we bring as having similar backgrounds and building the same kind of business. And I know, I know that there's other women out there like that. I mean, you're listening right now. Like, so we're very niched, but at the same time, like 
we do just love helping people. And I think that's one of the whole, like one of the many reasons, but one of the big reasons why we started this podcast was because we just felt so strongly about like, how can we reach these people that we're looking for in a way that feels natural to us, right? Yeah. Because natural to me is not like getting on my Instagram story and like hawking a a, a something, you know, like that's just not natural for me. Right. But then talking is natural. (laughs) Talking is so natural to me. Um, So I think, I mean, I think this all just goes towards the greater good of what we're trying to do. I agree. I agree. Um, Okay. Measurable. So this one seems a little less like KPI-ish, but I, I don't, I think that you're wrong. I think oh, that, oh, the, okay. <laughs> I think the measure is that it is successful if we have brought in one single dollar. Okay. I mean, the goal has been met. One dollar is like the, the KPI is revenue. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's at this point, it's really not even profit. Like to reach this goal, it's revenue. Revenue of one dollar at yeah. minimum. Okay. Yeah. I love it. I wrote that down. I mean, I just think that we could put a higher dollar amount on it, sure. But at this exact moment, it's really, let's find something that's a revenue source for the podcast. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I love it. Why does it make me so nervous? I don't know. I don't know. I'm all, I'm like the nervy one. I'm always so nervous about stuff like this. And Lindsay's like, no, let's just do it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We're just gonna do it. We're like, what else? We have no other option, right? I know. They're on. They're in my planner now. Okay. Uh, you wrote it in pen. I can see. Yes, blue pen. Um, relevant. Yeah, it's relevant. Okay. I think we smarted that one out. I think we did. All right. Last one is content. It's a content. I mean, it's creating a content strategy. Hmm. And I think the content strategy is going to evolve and grow over the course of a year. So I think that looking at dates and check-ins and stuff, like we need to look at it every quarter to see what's working and what's not working. Okay. I agree. Uh, Check-in. Realistic, like attainable. I mean, I think that's all like based on how often and like, you know. Yeah. All of that. I think that makes much a lot of sense. But um, I mean, again, this goes back to like the specific, the why of it all. Like if we're if we're just willy nilly, I mean, throwing spaghetti at the wall for you know mm-hmm. a lack of better. Right. Well, I think some of the things that we need to. Okay, so the the broader goal is really creating a content strategy. Getting a little bit more granular with that is. I really feel strongly we need an email list for the business yeah, play. I had that written down actually, and yeah. My, Something. One of yeah, these. I mean, I, I would really want us to be capturing, you know, who our listeners are and building relationships with them outside of just talking to them. Like I want it to be more of a two-way connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, so. Okay. Yeah. Some sort of content planned that and strategy that kind of helps us to build a list to um, speak. To create, yeah. Create that two-way communication channel, but also to increase visibility. Yeah. So we talked about identifying some channels. So email. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the idea of Pinterest. I think that makes total sense. Me too. Um, But I think to have Pinterest and any of you listeners who are Pinterest managers, you chime in on the DMs. mm -hmm. But I I think we're going to have to have some sort of landing page or blog situation. Yeah. That was my next thing. Landing page, blog. 
which um, we kind of talked about like repurposing the, I mean, we get a transcript, right, of each episode. So mm-hmm. turning that into a blog post, I know a lot of podcasters do that. They're, that way, you know, Google, we're searchable, SEO, um, kind of coming up with some keywords to make sure that are thrown in there so that mm-hmm. we can show up in how can I leave my corporate job and start my own yeah. business, you know? Yes. Um, I love so, it. I mean, broad action step number one is I think we need to get a, get a website up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, those cost money and they cost we're, money. We're not bringing any revenue in. So, you know, we are probably going to start a little in the red here just yeah. from like, or investing, you know, from our own business yeah. side, but you have to invest. I mean, you do. we all start somewhere and yeah. I think it all makes sense. We're investing in this podcast software that we use yeah. as well. So yep. we do have some expenses that we, we have do. To- I mean, this mic wasn't cheap. No. Neither were these massive headphones. It was a tax write-off, though, so there's that. There you go. <laughs> Good thing we know a CPA. Yeah. Good thing we've got one. Uh, email, Pinterest, blog, and then obviously, like, we're doing Instagram. That's fine. I know mm-hmm. I had, like, one time said, like, should we do TikTok? And you were like, uh, not yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, absolutely not. No. That's, we are not adding more to our list of things to do without any sort of solid strategy in place yet. No, 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 no. <laughs> um... Don't mind me. That okay. chronic stress is coming through in the bronchitis. Oh my gosh. We gotta get you healthy. That's our <sighs> next goal. Yeah. Get Lindsay out of bronchitis world. Seriously. Well, now I'm gonna start sleeping. I'm gonna start moving my body more. I'm gonna get out in nature more and hopefully yes. I'll be back at you know, baseline. Yeah, there you go. Baseline. That's all we're trying to reach. We're trying to achieve the baseline here. Um, okay, content strategy, content plan. What is our so we said quarterly check-in, but do we have like a do you have like a thought in mind of like that first like step? I think, yeah, we need to identify channels. Okay. But I mean like from a timeline perspective, like oh. when, when? Uh, I would say let's identify channels as soon as possible. Like, okay. Like there's, cause I think to identify the channels, that's the first step that we need to take. And then it's going to be like, okay, once we have those channels identified, what is the content? What is the, content area of focus or like that content bucket, if you right. will, for those channels. Um, but I know we're going to need the hub, which is going to be the website and the blog because mm-hmm. this podcast content is going to influence that yeah. those blog posts. We'll have a repository for people can go there and find our episodes and easily yes. click to them. Yes. Um, so I think the identifying the channels and like building out that strategy is going to be the first step mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then actually you know, executing on the said strategy. But do we want to make that like an end of Q1 goal? Or before then? To build the strategy out? Yeah, just to like get that, like the the landing page, the The landing page and everything. Like all that going. I think website and blog going end of Q1 is a good idea. Okay. But Uh, but we will then have like a pre-conversation of where we're brain dumping and identifying the the channels and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. The, The landing page and the blog is the first step. I think maybe email might be the next step. Yeah. And then adding in some sort of Pinterest strategy sometime Mm -hmm. this year to kind of help drive people to the website. Yeah. So, all right. I have three spaces for broad action steps. So I have the first step is the website and blog. Well, the first step is really like identify the channels and create the strategy, but Mm -hmm. then create the website and blog, 
then by end of Q1. And then we have email, which we'll probably implement at some point in Q2. Mm-hmm. And then the visibility slash Pinterest strategy would be yeah, I love after that. that. I love that. And all of this goes back to the greater goal of, I think too, like, I know thinking what I about, about this, like a funnel. Yes. And I, all, all like, of this, not a funnel in a marketing sense, but like in a funnel of like where the goals are mm-hmm. shooting off to all of these goals, all of these like smart goals, they all play off each other. Like by having a content plan and a strategy and more, uh, like content channels, essentially, that is only going to help us then reach more people to then get more downloads, then to get more reviews, and then to be able to have a revenue source. Like, so all of these essentially are the greater good of like expanding the podcast, Mm -hmm. expanding beyond a podcast. Right. And, you know, world domination. I'm kidding. (laughs) Exactly. It's easy. It's easy at this point. But I mean, because I think if you if we're thinking about the, the business plate, is not a business, so right. there are no actual business goals here. But mm-hmm. if there were business goals in place, I mean, it would really be to increase revenue, establish revenue, and increase our our listeners, mm-hmm. our visibility, our yeah, yeah, our brand awareness and our footprint here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Look at us. We did it. So, guys, this was a messy. Uh, it's really a messy brainstorm session of. But you guys I, getting to peek into us. Yeah, but I think it was good. I think hopefully, you know, after listening to this, like everyone's inspired to have their own little end of year meeting. If you haven't already, I think also it's December 15th when we're recording this. So we're 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 like a little late probably in like this mm-hmm. end of year next year planning. But I don't think we're that late. I mean, at least we're not doing no. this like the week of Christmas, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I did this for my business, mm-hmm. you know, a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago and yeah. we sat down with my CPA and we forecasted and put, you know, pen to paper and just trying to, I think that's part of what going into 2024 looks like for the business plate. It's like, yeah, this might've been a messy goal planning session where, you know, it wasn't the perfect marketing strategy exactly. that you and I would ever create for a client, mm-hmm. but we're sitting here and we're trying to give more of ourselves to the business play date mm-hmm. to you guys. Yeah. yeah. So we can, we can like just be there for each other. I think that's like the ultimate one of the, you know, we want to provide a sense of community and we didn't even say the word community and all we of this, but like but we do want to create community. Yeah. Some sort of, it doesn't have to, and by that, I don't mean like a Facebook group or no. like a, you know, a weekly call or anything like no, that. Like just, just foster a sense of community. Mm-hmm. Someplace. Like, you no, know, you're not alone. Yeah. My, like, my vision is that just like I do with, I have like two podcasts that I rotate listening to on my walks. I want our podcast to be something that someone it's goes on their walk yeah. regularly listening to, like they get fired up after hearing us. And we're just making a difference. And yeah, that's, that's like what gives me the, the feels on the inside, you know? Yeah. Well, and I want, I want to show more people that it's possible for them. And I feel like this is the best utilization of the skills that I have and the education that I have and the value that I can provide. Like this is the best 
use of all of that mm-hmm. to bring to these people that I want to show, you know, it's possible. Yes. I love that. that. No, it makes total sense. I love it. Yeah. Well, I think that's it. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. I now, know. Next year, you can expect another one of these. And now we have all of you to hold us accountable. We do. We do. And hopefully like 40 to 50 more of you. Exactly. <laughs> well, happy new year, everyone. We'll, we'll see you in 2024. Happy new year, guys. 